Hello, welcome to episode 213 of the NerdPoco podcast. Nothing really to update you on yet. Uh, hard at work on a couple of new projects that uh, should be, like I have mentioned on previous episodes, coming out at some point. Either in the late spring, some of them might be starting, or the early summer. Some of them probably won't be out to the fall. But uh, like I always say, uh, if you like this podcast, uh, tell your friends, tell your friends, tell their friends. Uh, check us out, uh, even though we're not on there a lot, uh, at NerdPurco on Twitter. Uh, there's going to be artwork going up there, uh, also on my, uh, personal Instagram at martinjamiec if you want to check out, uh, some artwork, and, uh, also there will be progress reports on some of the new projects that NerdPurco is going to be launching over the course of this year, uh... I don't know. There's like a pause here because there maybe is there. There was some personal stuff that happened. Uh, I don't really talk about personal stuff on the podcast, but suffice to say, it was not good for a little while. Uh, I I feel like I should share that. Uh, I don't. Doesn't come across. I don't think in this episode, but I wanted to to kind of. Uh, I'm not going to mention what they are just because. Maybe there will be another episode where I will delve into that. Uh, that's kind of one of the new projects that I'm working on and debating on whether we're going to put that out through Nerd for Quo or just through my personal site. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh may or may not be addressing that. I only bring it up because, uh, as many times happens, our personal lives uh, invade what happens in the episode. And I think because I was, I, my focus was a little bit off uh we ran into another audio problem where we lost for the second half of this episode we lost rich and charlie when we were discussing uh last week's episode of falcon and winter soldier and also the new suicide squad preview that came out uh, we lost rich for a little while i did my best to bring his volume up, but you're going to notice that uh, definitely in periods of the of this episode that the audio is up and down. Hopefully when we can all do this in person and there's going to be some new, some equipment changes in coming out uh, this year, hopefully with the stimulus check that should be arriving any moment now, hopefully uh, there will be some updates to that and we will not have these audio problems anymore. That is the hope. Uh, that being said, Enjoy this episode, episode number 213. Uh, if you have any thoughts, nerdproquo at gmail.com, at nerdproquo on Twitter. We're going to, oh, the one thing I was going to say is we're probably going to be available on a few more platforms. Uh, right now we're only available on uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, we will be available uh, on your other streaming platforms. So hopefully more of you will be listening. So let us know, nerdproquo at gmail.com, at nerdproquo on Twitter. Enjoy this episode, episode number 213, Nerd Pro Quo Podcast. Stay nerdy, y'all. Hooray. We've started. Welcome. Yes. We missed a week. 
because I'm, I'm I, less paranoid being around you right now, so yeah, yeah. I don't mind being this close to you. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. We we can all be kind of close to each yeah. other now. Now, um, next time, I'll be even more comfortable when you have your second shot, where I can just be hugging up all of you uh, on you all the no, time. No, 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 I have my second shot. Oh, you have? Oh, then we can hug up on each other all the time. All right. Yeah, I thought you knew this already. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was your first shot I that was, you got. No, 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 no. I got my second shot oh, over the past weekend. Yeah, uh, the, I, I was actually, I, I was a little disappointed that there was no hugging up. We're going to have to do that later. All right. Now that, all right, we'll definitely be feeling up on each other <laughs> later on. So that's a fact. Yeah. Right. Um, Welcome. Yes. Uh, I've been excited for like spring, like late March early april just for the nerdy shit that's there's coming out there's a lot out. of stuff there's like a lot yeah. of stuff that, is, that came out and has come out and then there was other stuff that i like forgot was like running like like uh the two shows that uh you haven't watched but i have been watching which is resident alien on sci-fi and american gods came back and that's been resident alien has been on my radar because of two and only yeah. because of two yeah 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 oh. me too American Gods, I just haven't had... I love the book, and yeah, I just I haven't too. had Star's uh, subscription, so I haven't been able to catch up on that, but I've been really interested in watching that. I, I love... basically have, like, through other people, uh, Star's purely to watch American Gods. I couldn't care less. Is it good? Uh, it... Wait, when you pause, when you say... Uh... So here's the thing. That's never a good that's start. A, well, that's a... That's, a, that's quite that's a, it's a It's a complicated question, because... The first season was great. How uh, many seasons have there been in total? Uh, so far, three. Three, okay. Uh, they deviated in, from the book in ways that I was okay with in the first season. They deviated from it more in the second and third season in ways that I'm less okay with. Uh, also, the in-between the first and second season, they hired... And fired an entire writing staff. It's 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 it was a weird thing that happened. Uh, I just, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, it, I considering the first season was good, then I'm assuming that's a bad thing. It it's a mixed thing because it's one of those things. It's like it's not like the second season and the third season have been not good. It's because I know. Some of the people who were gonna be who were in the writers' room, just because one of them happened to be like a co-host of a podcast that I used to listen to, I was excited to see what that second season could have been, uh, and and that it wasn't because they changed their entire writing staff. It's not. It's uh, they've gone. I think it, a lot of it has to do with the fact that they. Ca- uh, some of the ways that they devi- deviated pretty heavily from the book, I think, have a lot to do with the fact that uh, there were characters in the book who weren't fleshed out, and once they cast certain people as those characters for the show, mm-hmm. they were like, oh, we've cast this really great person to play this role. They didn't really have that big of a role in the book. So we've expanded the role. Like who? Uh, what uh, character? So his wife, dead wife. Moon? Yeah, has a much larger role to play in the second and se- third season. Because they, they cast okay. Emily Browning and they just kind of like... She's not really a character, yeah. so, so to speak, in the, in the book. 
So they really expanded her role in the show in ways that I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm like, I'm like, I have a lot of mixed feelings about, uh, just because I, I think they might've done that for the sake of the actor, which is fine. I have no issues. I like Emily Browning. It's just that like, you know, I think they just wanted to flesh out her character. And by doing that, you have to do stuff that didn't happen. Because it just is she it, good in the role? I mean, she's, she's good. Yeah, it's similar to like Cersei, where um, uh, the actor was just so phenomenal. They had yeah. to like give so her the other role. person was uh, the uh, the guy who plays the leprechaun in the first and the second season. Oh, that dude! Yeah, yeah. he's he was fant he's fantastic. And I think that's why they explain it. He doesn't really have... Yeah, that, that, char that character doesn't have, like, it, only, like, a few scenes. He has a couple book, scenes in the book. They greatly expanded his character just because once they... I'm drawing a blank on the actor's name, but, like, they cast him, and once you see him in the first season, you're like, oh, I, I get why they expanded his No, is role. that a good thing? I mean, because... Great, they have those actors are doing a great job, but does that like take away from the story? I know it's not going to be, you know, exactly like the book. No, because uh, so, they have to so in the third, this story in dry. the third season, they definitely come back to the book in a in a in a very heavy way. A lot of the deviations from the book, I think, have a lot to do with the fact that some of the people that they put in their in their main cast. Uh, Bilquis doesn't have that big of a role in the book. She has a much bigger role in the show because they, they cast uh, Itidi Badaki, I'm probably pronouncing her name uh, wrong, uh, and she's great. And it's just like, once you put someone like that in that role, it's just like you can't just have them show up and then disappear. It's just like... Yeah, it's. I think they wrote additional stuff that wasn't in the book to allow for these actors and these to have more. Because one of the things in the book is there. There really is only maybe there. It's mostly from Shadow's perspective, and you can't really do like a third person story in a TV show. Uh, you can't really do a third person narrative uh, continually. Uh, so they just had to give, you know, and also all those characters, like, he's, the, he's basically, him and Wednesday, and especially him, he's like the character in the book. And when you have a TV show, you can't have a show that is just one character. Yeah. Uh, so I get why they did that. And, but one of the drawbacks to that is that you end up having a lot of extra, a lot of stuff that wasn't in the book that is, like, of varying quality. Some of it is great. And I love, uh, some of it is really imaginative, and some of it is just like, I don't know why you're doing this. It's not that it's bad, it's just it's like... I, I, filler episode? I don't know. Not even filler episode, just like parts of it where it's just like, you expanded this character's story, and there was there's no need to do that. Uh, like, uh, Technical Boy, they kind of expand his ter his character. <laughs> and it's just like, eh, you don't need to do that. It's, it's fine. You don't need to expand his character. Um, and they, yeah, they deviated some stuff that they, especially like once he gets to Lakeside, which is like the majority of the third season, uh, if you remember the book at all, once he's hiding in Lakeside, mm -hmm. there's ways that they deviate from the story that I'm just like, 
especially the end of how he gets out of Lakeside. I was just like, mm, I wish you had just left that. There was nothing wrong with the way they did it in the book. Um, and that's not a casting thing. Actually, they changed the gender of one of the characters, and I'm just like, no, actually, the person you put in that role is, is great, so I don't care about that. I'm, I'm rarely, I'm, you know me, I'm, I don't give a shit about that kind of things. It was more like an actual narrative thing, yeah, some yeah. narrative choices that they, they changed. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I like what you did there. Okay. Um, um, yeah, that's definitely a show I've been itching to get on and watch. Um, but yeah, eventually I will be, since we've been talking about Resident Alien, that's being promoted on the screen right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely uh, going to be checking that well, out. Well, I mean, one of the big, re- I mean, big reasons I've been pushing Resident Alien and the first season of Doom Patrol is because Resident Alien, Alan Tudyk is the star of Resident Alien, and he is the main villain throughout the entire first season of Doom Patrol. Uh, that being said, everyone else, all the other cast members, uh, Brendan Fraser, surprisingly, even though he is, you never, he's just acting with his voice, is fantastic. And every, actually, everyone in Doom Patrol is actually really amazing. I, I, I mean, yeah, it's a trippy show. Um, I'll eventually get into it. Uh, I have to well, get it's, myself. It's, adapted, it's mostly adapted from Grant Morrison's run, so you can. Um, yeah, that's. A Grant big Morrison reason. is uh, is not an easy pill to no, swallow when it comes not, to his the books that he writes for comics. Um, yeah, the last Grant Morrison book I read was uh, Batman. Uh, that shit was trippy as fuck. Yeah, and, he's uh, just he's crazy. <laughs> um, uh, and it's always an entertaining read, but like his stuff is just so I, like it because they bla- they based a lot of the Doom Patrol. It goes real trippy. Um, and I just uh, warning ahead of time, we might have to pause and and like start again, not start again, but pause because like battery. Okay, no problem. Uh, um, but yeah, let's let's we came we're here because. We have a lot of feels about yes. something that the internet speaking, thought speaking that we needed. Speaking of DC, uh, Warner Brothers things. And now that it's here, I would I, I hope that the internet is fucking happy right now. You yeah, know, all you they birthed all this you, all you Snyder abomination. Stands, I I hope you're happy. Apparently, many of them are very happy, and I'm just like, okay, fine, you're wrong, but it's, I, it's fine. I mean. All right, so I originally hate watched it like when it came out uh, that day, and I'm like, I'm rolling my eyes. I don't know why. I'm, I'm not. I don't hate Zack Snyder. I mostly hate people who supported this yes. endeavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for putting this into the world that are making me watch it. Um, granted, yeah, I don't. I don't have to turn it on, but. As a nerd and who likes care, who cares about pop culture, I had to watch it. And see yeah, me too. What's so different about this? I kind of felt the same way I did when I went to see uh, uh, Revenge of the Sith in the theater. It's like it's almost like it's like you know you know it's not going to be good, but you almost feel like as a Star Wars fan you were obligated to yeah. go see it. So as like a comic book and like a DC fan, you feel kind of obligated to watch the Snyder Cut, even though you know you're not going to enjoy it. At least to get greater context, because what I've been hearing about, my buddy's been telling me about this, it's like, finally we get his vision. I was like, okay, all right, let's see what his vision is all about. Sure. I watched it again today, 
you know, before I was gonna maybe up. watch it again. I don't bring myself to do it. Um, I don't hate it, but now that I've understood it in the context of understanding that this is his vision of what Justice League is, um, is it better? Oh, is it a slightly improved version of the Joss Whedon cut? Yes. But it's fucking four hours long. Uh, like I, it's it's like you, you say. Like I, I would also agree. Of like I'm like, I would I would say more of like a, yes, like, but it gives you I, great I don't context. even know. I don't even know what that means. Like almost like. I think with time, I think it you accept it a little bit more. You know, the first time we saw it, I was like, it was all. We were all disgusted, pretty much. I think it was universal amongst all of us when we first saw it. It was a bad movie, you know. But with time and actually seeing how his vision is a huge departure and understanding his aspirations sure. for what he wanted. Okay, all right, that's interesting, you know. However, the here, fact is still... Is, well, yeah, go ahead. The fact is still that this is a Snyder movie. One, he does not... He loves the characters, but as you said, he doesn't get the characters. Yeah. He um, thinks he does, and that's really what the big... I think what the biggest issue is, is that he, he loves... See, I mean, we've had this conversation, but, it, but it, I, I don't actually think... I think he thinks he loves the characters. I don't think he actually loves the characters. Because if he loved the characters, he would understand more about what makes them work. Um, but he's incapable. It's like... I, I, I'm starting to understand Zack Snyder. He sees things in a certain way yes. with all of his films. Yes. It's, I mean, it's not a surprise about his, uh, his filmmaking style. And it's consistent throughout. Yeah. You know, and it's like, okay, I get it. You know, this is the best movie you could do with yeah. your talents and skills. It's not great. But this is his way it's of. Also, this uh, this is, is his love story. This is this. the best. This is the best movie you could have done, given that uh, uh, we didn't get to have three other movies, which have been stuffed into this four-hour movie, and that's like my so oddly, the best stuff. I and I think I texted you this, and I told other people this. The best stuff in the Snyder cut is stuff, literally. That belongs in other movies that should have been made. Uh, all the, the, the and it's all character stuff, and it's all character stuff that that is very much like, like it, fucking all the Wonder Woman is like this should have been in the one a Wonder Woman movie. The cyborg stuff, I I they were never gonna make a cyborg movie. It's just that was never gonna happen, uh, but, unfortunately. But all the cyborg stuff belongs in the cyborg movie. All the Flash stuff. Is stuff that probably should have ended up in what may or may not be end up being the Flash movie. Like it's just all that stuff. Even the Superman stuff was like, like I didn't, I thought was okay. I was like, oh, that's what should have been the second Superman movie. Like instead of Dawn of Justice. Like you know, if he if he didn't die. Like there's all kinds of like character stuff like that should have been in there, and it's all stuffed into this mess like I mean it's I mean he he had a grand vision um he didn't execute it very well 
Um, and but, but now, you know, it's funny, like, having seen this four-hour cut, I almost don't... And how much stuff seems like it belonged in other movies, it's almost like... It would have like, been a bad movie anyway. It would have been a bad movie anyway, yeah, 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 of course. But but it's almost like, it's like, you know, this was his vision. Gee, part of me almost with, wishes, it was like, gee, I wish... Not necessarily Zack Snyder, but I wish, just generally speaking, they had given themselves more time to develop. To just do... Just do the fucking solo movies! It's clearly what but, all of this yeah, is. Yeah, but if, it's, if he's involved with it, it's still gonna suck. Because he sure. does not know how to do character development. He does not... I mean, shit. I mean, he's known for action. I rewatched this twice in the last... Uh, f- a few weeks and even his action sucks it's not good yeah, I mean it's like I'm li- I, we've seen the epic battle with you know the Avengers we've had multiple epic battles in um, Infinity War and Endgame yeah. I saw this I saw that battle I'm like wow this is fucking very underwhelming yeah you know one two in terms of him not getting characters I don't know about you, but I was fucking insulted by his version of Darkseid. I mean, who the f- how the fuck does Darkseid get taken down by a fucking god? I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, he, he, someone told me that this he's a, that person was a Greek god, but this is fucking Darkseid. You know, who well, is well, the on guy the level... Chicken, he, the guy, so, it was another thing that was trying to tie the universe together. Because the, guy, the god who takes him out is Ares. Ares ain't powerful enough to... Take some someone like him down. I'm sorry, he's powerful. He is a god. Yeah. But Darkseid has been god. souped up yeah. in the comics as someone who is hard to take down. You know, not someone like you know uh, a freaking Ares who is a second rate character. You know, who to to be honest got taken down by Wonder Woman. You know, and Wonder Woman is not powerful yeah. enough to take down Darkseid alone. The fact that it took just one god. To take him down. Oh, uh, we should let... We should, uh... Yeah, Rich is in the chat. We should let him in. I just got a text. Alright. Wait, he should be in. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> One second, I'll be back. Pause this. Not paused. There we go. All right, we've just started bitching about um, the Snyder Cut. We're not talking about. Yeah, um, we're not talking about. I mean, we were talking about last week's Falcon and Winter Soldier, but we we have not talked about this week's yet. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, yeah. I I definitely watched Snyder Cut, and I definitely have thoughts, Uh, but. But yeah, I haven't watched this week's episode of Falcon, so. So yeah, we we were expressing expressing our very uh our very mixed feelings. Uh, I I I I will say like I I was expecting to just like wholeheartedly hate it, and I didn't wholeheartedly hate it. I was just more. It was really just like like this is all right. This is this is the decision that was made. <laughs> These are the decisions that were made. I feel that it still warranted warrants hated hatred, but it's just slightly better than the Whedon Whedon cut. Yeah, I disagree. I don't think it's slightly better. 
because I'm like I'm one of those people that I completely detested the the theatrical version of Justice League. I I, I watched it in the theaters and I, I didn't even bother to see it again. I thought it was a disaster of a film. And my expectations, maybe my my expectations were pretty low, but I have to say this is this is infinitely better than the first version. There's just so much that was improved upon. Uh, it did, it does merit the four hours. Uh, <laughs> Eva's making faces. <laughs> really? No, no. I'm sorry. What kills me are all the fucking slow motions. I fucking hate that. Well, it's Just, DC, dude. You should. Don't, you, I, I thought you. That was. That was like the. the all, you were all in that camp. That's. That's DC's. Uh, no, that's not DC's. That's Snyder. Would you? Oh, yeah. yeah, that's. You're talking about. That's Snyder's. Like the same. That is to Snyder what explosions are to Michael Bay. All right. You know, it's like that's his thing. That and what the fuck was that like music? background that's haunting music oh i don't know every that. time every time wonder woman is on screen that's, I don't, that's what it was yeah, yeah. every time there were amazons or wonder woman on screen the theme music yeah no that's it that can't be the theme music to the amazons man apparently that's what it was yes that's what it was that it was fucking okay. disgusting to warner brothers that's the theme music for the amazon so whatever whenever um uh, wonder woman is is having a scene that's what goes on. I mean, I'm not necessarily. It's it could be worse. Like it wasn't that. That was not something that actually bothered me that much. I'm uh, sorry. I kept on rolling my eyes every time I heard that fucking theme. It just like it was nauseating. It's. I was afraid that it would just like induce another fucking migraine in my head as a result of that. Um, and the fact that he kind of like forces feelings. And like you know, s scenes that are meant to trigger like an emotional response. He's doing something to make us like elicit that, but it's not earned or it's not well. Those scenes are not well put together. Like fucking Lois Lane when he meets her mother, Clark's mom. It's like it's meant to be something emotional, and then it's not. Yeah, it's not he, even her mom. It, but but yeah, but that see that's the thing. It's like it's it's that's what it is, and then he can, so. Like, focus just, on just, something. Just, just, focus on just, something. Just, as, just, because we need to get this over with. Um, I feel the same way about what he did with Martian Manhunter as the, the, what he did with uh, Jimmy Olsen in, in Batman v Superman. Is in his brain, I bet he thought that that was a cool thing for the fans. And it's just like, no, dude, you just... You complete. So you took what might have been an actual like, even though it wasn't a great emotional scene, but an emotional scene or like a good character scene between Clark's mom and Lois, and then you completely obliterate any effect it might have by having it not actually be Martha Kent. Yeah. Like, like, and that's just. And just, Martian Manhunter in general, it's just like, what, what, it's like you just, it was like an afterthought. Like, you didn't even bother to think about who that character is at all. Um, plus, you made, you made Bruce Wayne's, Bat, like, 
Ben Affleck Batman worse. I don't know how that happened because he wasn't that bad bad to begin with. But they like completely like he he's completely out of character throughout this entire movie. Uh, Batman and Bruce Wayne, like nothing he does is consistent with who that character is. Even well, even like his like oh that I, is a Snyder that's I I need to Snyder version of I Batman. need to, I need to like you know make up for like you know Superman's death even that was like everything about that seemed so like artificial and like forced like it was just like is like is does he feel I would have preferred you just have him be like dark and brooding the entire film like it's just. I had more of a problem with Lois Lane because if you're going to have a four-hour movie and you're not going to really give her much more of a purpose than she could have had except for the fact that somehow she's the key and all she's there for, even in a four-hour movie, is for her to just, just grieve and be the person that Clark recognizes and that's it that I, I would have I would have loved to have seen her seen more from her in the movie that didn't happen but that's not Zack Snyder Zack Snyder is not capable of extracting emotion and feeling or character development in any of his films you know plus, plus just he also, can't do that also using her as a reason for Bruce to have this nightmare of the future that, you know, is like an alternate timeline that, that we, well, we're just gonna, just gonna shove the Jared Leto Joker in there, too. Why not? Like... Uh, yeah, that whole epilogue, I, I could've... The, the, the whole ending of, of this film, it reminded me of... He redid that. It, it reminded me of The Return of the King, the five endings that the, the movie refused to end. Yeah, it, it reminded me of that too, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's all like a really like ham-handed way to reintroduce Martian Manhunter and it's just like, but why make him the general? Like, I, I like that actor but that completely like, that completely shows a complete misunderstanding of who Martian Manhunter is because Mar- does that mean that the general was Martian Manhunter the whole time? Even in Man of Steel? Or is the, or is the general now dead? Like, like, it made no sense to make that actor be Martian Manhunter. Uh, or to introduce a character to begin with. At all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, it's like, it's, I, like I said, I was saying it, it felt a lot like the way he did, you know, he had Jimmy Olsen in fucking Batman v Superman, but he's not Jimmy Olsen. He's just a random grunt to get murdered yeah. by terrorists. It was just like, so, Martian Manhunter is just there to do what? And, I mean, I'm all for violence with my propensity to love, like, sure, violence. Sure, me too. Shit. But when it comes to these characters, yeah, unnecessary. Like, so, so let's, unnecessary. It's when just they get to Steppenwolf, it's just, so let's, the gore fest with, like, the parademons being impaled, I'm like... Because this version is rated R, and it's clearly like, like that's not decent. That's not. It's it's speed. it's yeah. It's it's rated R because clearly because you wanted to stuff some gore and some f bombs in it. 
both of which were completely gratuitous and and pointless. And at the end was completely that was that was dumb. That was unnecessary. Not Batman at all. And it was out of character, completely. But that is his vision. That's how he interprets the Justice League, and I get it. He he loves these characters in his own way. But what I would like to tell DC fans is, yeah, he respects them, but is he doing a good job with it? Why support this? Because we want to tell Warner Brothers, we don't want shit like this. We want quality shit where characters make sense, not his vision that really doesn't pan out. What I will say, I really, I really did enjoy the the development that was done on uh, Cyborg and The Flash. Joss Whedon must have really hated Ray Fisher. I'm sorry. He yeah, did a bear, apparently. He must have really hated Ray Fisher because I thought he did a good job in terms of like being like, I guess, a really the true honest source of like, you know, the emotional foundation of that yeah. group. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Cyborg were just were, they were just put in this movie with no context no backstory they were basically background characters that I would have loved to have been to to have gotten to know them more and that didn't happen uh, and here not only were they did they get more context but they were given well particularly Cyborg was given was made more of a shining and a, a very important character for the plot. Um, so that was good. And uh, again, also when they revived Superman, the, the, whole, the whole process of doing so with the, the mother box was made, at least that part was a little more believable than Whatever it is I saw in the theater. I don't even recall what happened in the theater, to be honest. I, so here's the thing. Um, to be perfectly honest, what they did in this cut and what they did in the theater uh, legitimately are, are almost exactly the same. What they added was a whole thing, a whole extension of both cyborgs role and him seeing the whole you know dark side and all that and uh they threw in a i mean i was saying this eve before you came on which is it's all stuff that actually belonged in a cyborg movie that's now never going to happen uh and in a flash movie that we're not gonna maybe we'll see because there's, there's a whole there's literally an entire flash movie that they stuff that they basically like they took what could have been a flash movie and just just like cut out everything and just went okay here's what we have left to stick in the justice league movie because there's a whole bunch of shit in there that's just like i was just like wow i'd like to know more about that well i guess i'm never gonna see it um no really did you actually say that to yourself you really wanted to know more about that I don't know. Well, well, it's it's all stuff that they're supposedly whether it happens or not is is they'll they'll maybe expand upon in the Flashpoint movie. 
But whatever they do in the Flashpoint movie had better not having anything to do with whatever this shit is. It has to be separate. It has to be clean and pure of any taint of Zack Snyder's intention. You know, it has to be a clean slate. I don't see. I mean, Ezra Miller was cool, but yeah. one that was he wasn't Barry Allen. You know, I'm sorry, that's not Barry Allen. Yeah. Not, he's more like a weird hipster stalker-ish guy, yeah. <laughs> you know. With, so another, that and also scene. another actor who's gotten himself into some trouble and yeah. like it's that, yeah. It's, it's just like good character compared to everyone else, but that was not Barry Allen. Yeah. That was not Barry Allen. You know, yeah, at well, all. At, least, at least they removed a lot of the, the dorky and cheesy lines that he had in the original version. At least now, yeah, the, the, he has some, some com- he provides some comic relief um, and levity to what otherwise is a very dark movie, but um, yeah, a lot of those cheesy lines were, were removed, which was good. I mean, I don't mind the cheesy lines, it's just that, like, you know, it's all, like, context. Uh... Yeah, it's. I don't know. Did you believe the stakes? No, not at all. Not at all. I'm like the unity. I don't care. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, I I don't see. I didn't feel that it was Earth was in in any eminent threat. Uh, Seppin Wolf. I was just too blinded and distracted by his shitty outfit. Yeah. And how he looks even worse. He looks somehow. He did. Somehow looks even worse. I didn't think <laughs> that was. Did. I did not think that was possible. But I yes, mean, somehow looks worse. I know the character from the comics. He's just a regular human with fucking horns on his helmet. You did not have to go that way. In fact, you didn't even have to use Steppenwolf. I'm sure they could have just like repurposed a different villain from the DC and, comics and, and, they and were, used and that. And they replaced Steppenwolf's role or or like this was the original idea is that Steppenwolf's role in the theatrical version is in this version it's dark side in the past and it's just like like, what the fuck really and we were having this discussion it's like that's not that's not they took the page from avengers they they figured they realized that it was kind of like uh when they you know when they it was they thought that Loki was the big bad, and it turned out that, you know, he was, uh, you know, in cahoots with Thanos all along, and that Thanos was actually the big. So they, they kind of structured it very similarly. I think they took a lot. Yeah, but Tom Hiddleston is charismatic, and we like him. Yeah, <laughs> he's a great villain, or pseudo villain. And, and 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 then so it's it's all like it's a, a, a lot of this also like. So you have all this extended character stuff, which I like. I was saying I actually liked, uh, but you just have so there's like fundamental errors that you just can't fix. You can't fix the fundamental errors in the storytelling. You can't fix the fact that they rush to a Justice League movie. You can't fix the fact that like there's no stakes because none of this was earned. Uh, you can't fix. Uh, Bad casting decisions, like, like you can't fix Henry Cavill. Or, you can't. Or Unless Snyder. Yeah, what well, you you can't. Unless you CG his mustache. Yeah, you can't fix like, 
whoever the fuck they cast as Darkseid because you couldn't tell because they distorted his voice I hated that so so heavily heavily that it didn't matter who they cast like like and, and I have I have a vague idea of who they might have I mean actually not a vague idea of who they might have cast I know who they should have put Justice League place. War better Darkseid than this one Justice League War is just a better movie, period. <laughs> I was going to say that. I was like, you want to see a great Justice League movie? Just watch Justice League Mo- War. I've seen... It's, it's the same movie. I've it's seen, just better. There are better versions of Darkseid in the animated movies that Warner Brothers does. And that one that I saw, I mean, it's like... like and to, to blow up how epic he is, those fucking like either visions or flashbacks, they don't... They're not threatening. They don't show him how that he's a badass. I mean, Thanos. Marvel showed Thanos fucking take down the Hulk. That's how you introduce a but, character but not like just that. that. You it's... don't just like big him up and show him that he's like yelling with his parademons, pulling him out of a so, battle. So there's there's two there's not... two, there's two oh, things. Man. It's not just like by the time you get yes to uh, Infinity War, you see Thanos beat the shit out of the Hulk. That we know. But before then, in Guardians, uh, in especially in Gu- Guardians, you see there's all these references that pe- other people in the universe are terrified of him. And he hasn't, even in the Marvel movies, he hadn't even done anything yet. He hadn't kicked anyone's ass. But you can see, Ronan is, until he gets the Infinity Stone, is terrified of him. Like... Like, everyone is, like, like, the universe is already terrified of him. Whereas this, like, it's like no one has a frame of reference for Darkseid. Whereas, well, and the only frame of reference is, I'm sorry, he got his ass kicked by a god. Ares. Yeah. I'm sorry. A I random was... character no one knows about, no one has any relation to, no one can identify with, and that guy took down Darkseid... And like, and, also, and he's a big bad. And and Thanos, you have Josh Brolin. I mean, you also like they have you know CGI Josh Brolin's face basically onto Thanos, but you have Josh Brolin's voice and yep. Darkseid. Like, I think he might have actually the, he might have played Darkseid in a couple of the animated films. So like, just have Keith David do that voice. Just like that's that's when I think Darkseid, I think Keith David's voice like. And I can't remember whether he's actually played Darkseid or not, but, like, uh, Goliath from Gargoyles. You know his voice. You that know is it. Keith David, isn't it? In in the... That's what I thought. Yeah, but they distorted it. Like, so... You mean in Justice League? No, in Gargoyles as well. I no, thought no, no, that no. was Keith It is Keith David. Okay. That's what I'm saying, right. is, like, that's the guy. You don't need... Just get him to do the yeah. voice. You don't need to distort it. It's like, he just sounds intimidating. Yeah. Him or fucking Michael Dorn or like any of those guys who have like that fucking Christopher Judge. Chris, yes, any of yeah, any of those guys who have that voice, oh. man. Like, but yeah, it's just like this. I mean, it's people have been saying, "What's up with DC characters?" I mean, looking at the Snyder Cut, it's not the problem. Isn't DC characters? People shouldn't say shit like that. And I get how DC fans want this because it's like. Snyder would have done a better job. Well, I mean, if you're a DC fan, you would have realized that Snyder, Snyder was not faithful to the characters that we've loved. You know, uh, with the amount of violence, decapitations, yeah. that's not Justice League. 
You know, that really is not Justice League. I mean, with all the battles you saw in Avengers, I mean, that shit was epic. And honestly, not much violence at all. No gore, no nothing. They just let, you know, characters, you know, develop. They The, the action sequences were really great and thought out and well executed. Um, and... And honestly, the CG was a lot better, but I can't blame Warner Brothers because not everyone's going to be ILM. Yeah, but you just it's, can't, yeah. You know, I'm not going to fault Warner Brothers for that, but it's just... I'm not going to compare them on that. I'm not going to draw a comparison on that. Yeah. No one is going to be like that. So, so, here's where Eve and I have had this conversation before. Here's where I think you and I fundamentally disagree. Uh, About? Uh... I do agree DC has great characters. I think fundamentally, uh, at their core, uh, the Marvel characters are better because they're the, the undercurrent of all the Marvel characters is fundamentally more relatable uh, and better than any of the DC but characters. But once again, you're, you're saying, talking about this because, one, obviously you're a little biased because of the Marvel characters. One. Two, we've seen visionaries, artists, successfully bring these characters to light. And you can't really say that uh, about, you can't say that that won't apply uh, when it comes to DC characters because the only characters we've seen well executed is Batman and Superman. Superman, the rich Donner Superman. That's what I'm talking okay, about. Okay, so, so. Um. In terms of a Boy Scout of the time, and that people had saw an, act, uh, an actor who portrayed the character very well, it worked well for at least the so, first two So, movies. the well, I know, I know that we've had this conversation, but I'm going to reiterate it. The reason why I think the Marvel characters are better is because fundamentally, all of the Marvel characters are more their human identities than their superhero identities. All of the, almost all of the DC characters, fundamentally, it's why I think there's some, there's problems developed them in, developed them in, development, wow, I can't say that word, uh, developing them into other media is because fundamentally Batman, Superman, uh, Wonder Woman, like all the big DC on iconic characters are fundamentally their superhero identities, and because of that, they are fundamentally unrelatable to... You could say that when the films that we've seen have all sucked. Majority of the time. One character that is always... That is that is his character and his, you know, superhero super identities, Batman. That works out well. Batman sure. cornered the market. But yeah. we had directors who did a good job with that character who figured him out and was able to flesh out that yeah. character. But we have struck out when it comes to these directors. And that doesn't mean that there's a flaw with these characters. We just haven't had a good uh, good shot with directors and writers who can figure I'm out... I'm not saying that they... I, I, look, I'm not saying that and the characters aren't great. I'm saying that fundamentally in the structure of how the characters work... Uh, the Marvel characters work better, are, are easier to adapt, uh, at least nowadays. Well, you said Be yeah, nowadays. Uh, because, 
That's because, pretty... yeah, because uh, on a on a fundamental level, they are more their like I said, they're more their human identities. I you're, mean, you're, I mean, what biggest... you're saying is more indicative of the leadership of the film division. It's in, that's it's it's fundamental to the characters too, though. Look, look, look at well, yeah, because it's it's actually worked out. I mean, once you have a vision, you have order. Of course, it's gonna work out well. But Warner Brothers didn't care about these characters. Putting that aside. I, putting that aside. Putting that aside. Your your argument only works because Marvel actually make is making an effort to making good movies. No, Warner no, no. Brothers I'm not has even not. talking about the movies. Uh, who do you identify with more, Batman or Spider Man? Spider Man yeah. wins every single time. He will always win that argument every single time. Who do you more identify, Superman? I mean, the, the one that doesn't work... Well, you're talking about whether or not you need to make work, a movie out. Putting that aside, uh, the only one that, that doesn't work in the Marvel Universe, and he is the big sore thumb, and, and of course, you see that in the movies too, is Thor. Is Thor. Thor is more a DC character he's a than guy. any of the other Marvel characters. Because, he's a, because fundamentally, the DC characters are gods. They are... Uh, most of the major DC characters, including Batman, are all gods. They are not people. That's that's the thing. But how does that translate to being incapable of translating well into film because, or media? Because You're making you that judgment. You by can't the way. relate to them. No, oh, I'm with Jamie on this. Uh, I'm. Yeah, you can't. You can't re- like the most relatable character is Batman, and obviously. I can't relate to John Wick, but, I mean, I'm sorry, I still love the movie. You know, maybe I love the dogs, alright, his his passion for dogs. But, I mean, you don't watch, you not you don't always watch movies for relatability. You watch it because you love the characters, you, you are, you follow them through thick and thin, you, you see something, the same way that you may see that, for Marvel characters, you see that relatability. What I like about DC characters is the fact that they have staunch idealism about like hard and fast rules that you do not break that's what i like there's no air there's no shade of gray when it comes to usually when it comes to these dc pantheons that they do the right thing that you do not cross the line marvel yeah you got some you know characters that are always going to be the good guys you got some characters like war wolverine that are like really gray but for me and i guess a lot of fans of dc characters they see that idealism, and they see that that's what everyone has to be reaching out for. Are they relatable? No, but I respect the fact that there are some heroes, no matter how stupid it is, yeah. they do not fucking kill. They will, they will suffer, they will you know, go through torment, but they won't kill. I mean, though they are... Well, one woman. <laughs> I just, I did not like that. But it's, it's just a matter of, like, DC fans and Marvel fans are, I guess they're built differently. Where, I mean, I don't hate the fact of what Marvel is doing, I, that's great. But DC fans could also say that, hey, this is what we want, and this shit will work out. Because it's worked out with Batman. To a sure. lesser extent, it worked out with, like, I mean, kind of like Shazam. But it was a good, fun movie yeah. to watch. Um, Wonder Woman, Patty Jenkins has done a good job. Granted, the second the sequel was very divisive, 
But, I mean, these characters can't translate well into the big screen. Well, well, but... And keep in mind, you're coming biased with your I, I am, I, I am biased, but... That being said, uh... So... You're making a hard, fast rule about all of DC characters. It will never work no, out. No, 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 not, 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 not all the DC characters. I mean, like, when you think about who the major characters in the DC universe... Uh, what, what it comes down to, for me, is... Checking the... To be fair, he had a great run Animate, on animated HBO. Animated series wasn't bad, yeah. That was really good. The animated series on HBO. It was, it was okay. I like the soundtrack. I'm sorry, the soundtrack was pretty dope. soundtrack was great. Um, uh, the movie itself was eh. I was a kid. It was Spawn. I was very biased. I was going to love it anyway. Um, but to be honest, I saw that the same movie at the same summer as Blade came out. Yeah. Blade was way better. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so as far as like the difference between Marvel and DC characters, uh, I will fight for this. I have no problems. I mean, oh, no, 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 no. This, this, this movie sucked. Um, Snyder Cup, but I will fight you any day about like Marvel characters versus DC characters. Bring it motherfucker. Okay. I'll fucking cut you. Uh, well, so so my argument is is what happens when you strip away, uh, and you really look at the who the characters are. Uh, Batman is my favorite because of who he breaks down to, essentially. Yeah. Uh, he 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 is the embodiment of of. But you don't have of white Daredevil. Privilege. You don't have so many of the characters that you love yeah. without that archetype. I mean, that's DC started this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DC yeah. created the blueprint for all of these characters, for, for Marvel to take and see what they're doing and try to do something a little different. So, so again, when I, I like the Marvel characters better, uh, I think a lot of them fundamentally, like conceptually, the undercurrent of all of Marvel was the everyday person gets superpowers. That's basically the, honestly, that is the premise to yep. ev almost every single uh, Marvel character except for the mutants, and that's why the mutants don't work as well. And I look, I love me some X-Men, but that's fundamentally, I think, why the X-Men don't work as well is... Wait, wait, I, don't work as well as for film? Just in general as characters. Is they're born with their they're born they're they're as as the joke in in Deadpool is like they are now a dated metaphor for racism which it doesn't really I don't think it's dated anymore <laughs> nowadays it's very much not dated anymore um uh, racism is it's like racism strikes back you know sure no no no, no. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not saying that that no I mean that. I, I'm not saying the concept of racism. Oh, okay. I'm saying the concept of the X Men as a well. I mean, it was <laughs> doesn't attempt, really work anymore, especially with what they and I love what they've been what Hickman has done with the X Men, but that that they're not that anymore um, because like, it's too complicated. All yeah, those yeah, years yeah. they've made the, yeah. those storylines too convoluted um, and too difficult to. So, grab. so I I actually do love a lot of the DC characters. I mean, my favorite DC character. Uh, this is really animating me. This this conversation. Yeah, yeah no, no, I love I'm this. I'm sorry, guy. Rich, but Snyder Cut. Oh my gosh! I, <laughs> yeah. Did you have anything else to say about the Snyder Cut before uh, we verbally uh, joust?
Please explain. Like, be more specific. Oh, okay, all right, thank you. All right, more recent X-Men films. Because you can't say this is better than the first X-Men film or X-Men 2. Okay, what about... you? Have you seen uh, First Class? Yeah, of course. This is not better than First Class, I'm sorry. No, it's not. No, but it's definitely better than Apocalypse by far. It's better than... X-Men Apocalypse is a pretty terrible movie. I'm but gonna... I think it's... I found it more enjoyable than this one because at least it's going to be two hours long. <laughs> the pain ends pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So so just uh so you made a point that uh when you said uh it is both what I think is the greatest thing about the DC characters it's also their biggest problem is that they're archetypes. They're archetypes and part of this is also because they've just been around so long is they're now more archetypes than they are characters. That's what I think the with most of the major DC characters, is that they are more an archetype than they are a character. Batman is more an archetype than he is a character. Superman is more an archetype than he is a character. Wonder Woman is more an archetype than she is a Those, character. Yeah, but you're making a judgment that it's bad for you, which I re totally respect, but that doesn't make it a problem for those characters because those are does. the characters that... Once again, they started all of this, and this is what people have gravitated towards. Sure. I mean, DC Comics is DC Comics because of these characters that you can instantly recognize. Sure. Before the MCU, no one gave a fuck about Iron yeah, Man yeah, yeah. or Thor or maybe the Hulk because of the TV series. But, I mean, they represent something. Sure. Of the DC characters, and that's what I've always loved about them because, you know... Granted, Batman is rich like Iron Man, but Batman does not walk around with a suit of armor. He does not kill. He does not shoot people. He does not shoot people. I fundamentally disagree with one of those things. He absolutely walks around with a suit of armor. That is absolutely what he does. It is just it, doesn't fly. It's, it's not. Is it's it not the a, same level of a. Uh, is it vibranium armor? Is it no? Uh, because there's no equivalent. There's there, there's no equivalent of vibranium in the DC universe. If there was, Batman be, would be wearing it. But the thing is, it can. His armor is it. It's it's tactical, sure. But it's not hardcore. Like it's not going to make give him superpowers. He he does not. Well, have you know, uh, you he, know, you will he, get shot sure, and you will sure, die. Sure, sure, vibranium, sure. A vibranium will bounce bullets off sure, of sure, Wakanda's body. Sure, except when he needs to fight Superman, but then he puts on a very Iron Man-like super suit of armor. Batman and is except smart. When he, except when he needs to fight anyone, actually, who is fundamentally more strong than him, then he puts on a very similar suit to an Iron Man suit. Uh, 
<laughs> every single time. Not every single time. <laughs> Honestly, not every single time. I know. I'm being. Be a fucking I'm dick. being. I'm being. I'm being deliberately facetious. Uh, don't be a fucking dick. All right. <laughs> this is my boy. The same way you love Iron Iron Fist, I love Batman. All right. <laughs> so watch yourself. But the idea is that you know the idea is. Batman, yes, he has a suit because you know. Well, you know, I, I love, I love, I love Daredevil because he's sells, he's he's Batman without the money, and oh look, he's a fundamentally better character because he doesn't have the money. <laughs> he has to do more without being rich. Are you sure about that? I mean, how long has Daredevil been selling comics? For a while, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, Batman and also, is and also, more successful. And, and also, one and also, Daredevil Movies are way da- more da- successful. Da- Daredevil, Daredevil is as good of a character uh, as he is because essentially uh, Frank Millen and David Masticelli took what they did on, like, look, you're on, you, yeah. on on year one and and did and did you know. Once again, it's just a visionary, you know, who yeah, was able yeah, yeah, to yeah. work the characters. And yeah, I mean, but my point is those characters represent something. And that's what a lot of fans who you sure. may not agree with, but they, they are entitled to their opinion. Yeah. Though that's what they like. And to be honest, when you saw those Richard Donner Superman films, it's because you you love that ideal, that archetype. And then you saw that executed very well in the big screen. Well, well, well. And we just the, haven't the, seen that lately the, the, because the, we've the, got shitty directors. Well, 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 see, here's... Done no justice to that character. But here's the thing. Uh, I would make the argument that the reason why those movies work and the reason why a lot of the DC movies, with the, with the very, very obvious exception being Batman, uh, uh, is that the reason why the Richard Donner movies work is because they did a marvel with Superman's story, which is they understood. They did a thing. I mean, you can't they, compare something a movie that they understood decades before they did, Marvel. They, they did well. No, they did something that is. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Okay. Like again, I'm being facetious by saying they like they marveled Superman. Uh, but what they did was they did something that a bunch of the Marvel characters fundamentally had. Uh, and that the people who do Superman the best also fundamentally understand about Superman is the best versions every single time. And this is like, when I say it, it's like, it's a fundamental flaw. What I think, I, I, I honestly, I, I'm going to disagree with myself right now and say, I don't think it's a fundamental flaw with the characters so much as it is a fundamental flaw with anyone who because when you say they're archetypes, anyone, unless you know how to handle an archetype properly, I think it's a prop. And again, Batman is the glaring exception to this, uh, in which it actually works that he's more Batman than he is anything else. The best approaches to Superman are all have all been approaches in which the creator understands that Clark. And Clark and Clark's growing up in Kansas and all of that is just as important to who Superman is as him being Superman. Yeah, but once again, we've just 
we've been unlucky with the people who are running these movie sure. studios. It's not the problem with Superman. It's just a problem that they had poor direction or poor leadership when it comes to DC comics property division of Warner Brothers. Sure. But it can work out because the what you're talking about works out well because we emphasize that in the comics. There's nothing wrong with Superman in the comics. The problem is we just haven't been lucky when it comes to the big screen. Yeah. And, you know, we got Batman, for some reason, works out very easily. We always hit a home run. But we just swing and a miss with Wonder Woman, usually. Swing and a miss with Green Lantern. That was one time. Well, well, Hopefully we'll do a better well, job well, with the well, movie, well, with the well, TV show on well, HBO. Well, I think Batman and Superman have a less, but I think Wonder Woman is actually a great example of what I'm saying. Is that Wonder Woman... Uh, to a large extent, uh, and so much of like her character, so like almost, and this is less has to do with. I think this more has to do with the pervasive effect of patriarchy <laughs> than it has to do with anything else. Uh, is that Wonder Woman is more Wonder Woman than she has ever been, Diana? Like Diana as a character might as well not exist. Well, yeah, uh, um, but. That's not an issue with yeah. like fans. I mean, people know that that's just a secret identity, just to, for her to like walk around and get a hot dog down the street. I mean, I mean, and also, I think we might have said this before, but I really, in my heart of hearts, the DC movie, because they keep going with the the icons, because because they're archetypes, is. The DC movie that should the hero that you start with, in my opinion, because he's the most quote unquote Marvel like of all the DC characters is the Flash. Start with the Flash, Barry Allen, Wally West, all of the people were behind. They're great fucking characters. Yeah, like, but you're trying to you're trying to replicate the formula f that works for MCU. Well, the only formula I want replicated is Vision. And that's the only thing that we lack. Sure. We, they have vision. They know characters. They want to make sure that whoever they tap on to make a movie understand who that character is. So like this, they don't deviate from the formula. Flash is great. But to be honest, if Warner Brothers is ever going to write this ship, you do it with Superman. You do it with Superman because, to be honest, super. I've been... With my uh, after-school job, I, I've been reading comic books to a lot of kids. So I've been lately, I've been doing a lot of you know DC stuff for the kids. And every time I go through a storyline, it's Superman. When it comes sure. to DC, you don't start anything. Yes, Barry Allen is the most human, but DC heroes begin and end with Superman. He is the leader. He is the torchbearer, and he is a character that sets motion for everyone else so is he as charismatic as i'm not saying our iron man as robert downey jr no because iron man is not iron man iron man is robert downey jr sure yeah and yeah, he's yeah just charismatic if you're gonna reset the wheel you reset it by making sure you do superman well and somehow that inspires other people to be heroes in whatever new universe or flashpoint that comes through with the next movies but i mean it's like i'm not looking to have my DC characters become Marvel characters. Sure. I just want 
good characters. Oh, well, I'm not looking well. to that. I'm not looking to, to that e- either. Uh, I don't want them to become. I I just because I mean, with Zack Snyder, he loves these characters, but he doesn't get them. Yeah, and when I. As I watched the t- two times I watched the Snyder Cut, I was just disgusted by what I saw. That this is not Superman, you know. Um, this is not. I mean, I don't mind Jason Momoa. I don't care about. I really don't care about Aquaman, but I like Jason Momoa, so I'm not gonna mind him. Um, Cyborg, you know. Well, well, well that he's that, fleshed out. But that's 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 the hilarious thing about. The Jason Momoa Aquaman is he is the Robert Downey Jr. of that movie because bad actor because yeah he's not yeah he's not Aquaman he's Jason Momoa (laughs) with Aquaman powers like I mean look don't get me wrong that's entertaining to watch but (laughs) you were saying Rich. And that's that's why I like his character. Not because he's a great Aquaman. He's but, not. <laughs> but he enjoys himself. He knows what he's doing. He knows what type of movie this is. And he's just having fun. And I think that Zack Snyder just made this movie too, took it too seriously for what it is. And Jason Momoa was like, whatever. I mean, this is going to be a fun character. This is going to be a fun ride. Have fun. And he's charismatic. I mean, that, that, that's, that's I don't like p- anyone that's, else. That's, that's part of the reason why. I don't like anyone else. I mean, else. that's part of the reason fundamentally, I think, why the Aquaman movie didn't work is because it's like you're trying to put that guy into the Aquaman mythos. And it's just like, that dude doesn't belong in the Aquaman mythos. <laughs> Like it just, it doesn't, he doesn't belong there at all. Do for him what Taika did for Thor. Yes. You know, just find a way, just make him appealing for the movies. And I think that's, that makes the most sense. And it worked out for a few moments in Justice League. I just want that to be fl- fleshed out more in his own standalone. I mean, it's, it's what's funny about it is what I keep coming back to as far as like execute. Uh, executing the characters, uh, granted, you know, they went on for too long. We all agree for that uh, about that. But like those first two seasons of the Flash, those first like two seasons of Arrow, Arrow is an exception. DC, yes, they're archetypes, but fucking Flash works. You know, Flash I think that's worked. what I'm saying. Yeah, Barry Arrow Allen works. I mean, it Air, wasn't the greatest. I, I, I mean, Arrow was, Air, Air was Batman because they couldn't do Batman. Like that's that's what Arrow was. <laughs> I mean, look, we all kind of have to accept the fact that 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 Ollie Queen, even in the comic books, is left wing Batman. <laughs> like he really fucking is. Yeah. Like he's left wing Batman. That's a fun um, answer, yes. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, yeah, Eddie's like. That that sh- that show shouldn't have worked, and that sh- the first two seasons of that show are fucking great. I'm sorry, like Batman, ha- the Batman ambiance, the essence, it just works when, when it comes to TV shows and movies, you know. Um, and uh, they just j- should keep that to that character, and just like let Oliver Queen, the proper Oliver Queen, you know, flesh out in his own shit. But yeah, yeah I mean, DC works. It's just like yeah. When I was growing up, I enjoyed Lois and Clark, The Adventures of Superman. 
I'm interested. I don't think it's going to be good, but there's, you know, there's a new, yeah, I'm quote unquote, a new Lois and Clark yes. show coming yeah. out. Uh, eh, he's, he's, he's okay. The guy who plays Superman, he's okay. Uh, I mean, one of the most enjoyable, like, special effects wise, it was terrible, but one of the most enjoyable things about, uh, Crisis of Infinity Earths in the Arrowverse was, was just, what, what happened? Uh, was that they literally brought in, see, that, those are, like, that's why I see, like, the, the shows, like, however quality-wise, they've been up and down, but Crisis of an Infinity Earths on, uh, on, like, you know, the WB or whatever they're calling themselves now, uh, the CW, like, one of the reasons that was so much fun is they literally included every version of every, that has ever been, with the exception, even with, not, I was going to say with the exception of the animated things, but they had a version of Batman that was, like, the sort of, like, Batman Beyond version of Batman, and it was uh, Kevin Conroy playing old Bruce Wayne, and that was fucking great. They had Ezra Miller pop up, I'm spoiling a lot if you haven't watched it yet. They had Ezra Miller show up, and they had the two Flashes meet each other and it, for briefly, and it was so much fun. They even had fucking, uh, so what's his name, who played Superman? They had oh, him, really? no, well, they had him, yes, uh, of, in a different universe where he gives up being Superman, and he gives up his powers, and, and that version of, of Clark gives up his powers and starts a family. Uh Wait, what was that, Rich? Brandon Routh. Uh, so Brandon Routh. Bad actor. He is. He is great a great for TV, not for big. Yeah, great for TV. So he is a great at. He was a much better Adam because he plays being a dork much better than he plays being Superman. But they brought him back and had him do the the version of Superman that he was in the movie, except they made him like the Kingdom Come Superman. And even that, they, they, because they had to address it, it was just like, why do him and the Adam look exactly alike? Are you trying to say that you were entertained by DC characters that were... I never said I wasn't well, entertained by... Well, the way you talking it. shit about that, it's like, man, that shit will never translate well into other media. That's medium. not what I said. Uh, I said that, the, that I think that a lot of the DC characters, especially like the, the, the really iconic ones, have this sort of flaw of being archetypes like and it's i think it makes them harder to deal with it doesn't mean you can't do de- good things with them i just think it just i think it makes them harder to 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 deal with yeah. to address uh than than the marvel characters and like i said i it, 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 like you said partially i think it's cuz the dc characters have just been around longer it's you know and they have they're not going to change. I mean, I would like with what DC's doing with Future State um, is really aggravating me. Uh, I, I mean, I don't mind change, but I'd rather yeah. it be natural by introducing new characters. Um, but what, like, new original characters? Sure. Like, not don't do what Marvel did. I'm sorry. Yeah, just yeah. slap a coat of paint and just call it, you know, you knew, you know, this is a this is a Hulk. 
only Asian or this is, you know, Thor, only a woman. I mean, no, just make that, that, more characters. That, 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 that being said, uh, the Hulk, not so much. The Jane Foster Thor stuff was actually... It was a good run. It was, it was a good, a good run. run. But, a lot, but a again, run. that's just like, just get good people to do it. I mean, I mean, fundamentally, that all that like putting aside our our argument over what characters are better, DC or Marvel, putting that aside, uh, I think it just comes back to like if you hire good people to do your thing, they will do good things. That being said, have you watched a Red Band preview of the Suicide Squad yet? There's a yes. red band. Yeah, there's a red band trailer of watch the suicide. Now. Yeah. <laughs> now. Watch it now. Okay. All right, so we've now finally all saw the trailer for Suicide Squad. What did you think, Rich? Rich, if you were here, I'd smack you. All right, granted, you're saying that based on what? All things... You know, because it's DC, what are you basing that on? True, true. But who's running the show for Suicide Squad? It's a sequel. It's a sequel. It, it's a... It's a uh, sequel he, that he, does not acknowledge the first film. Yes. Yeah, essentially. Yes. That's what I was going to say. It's a sequel, but it's not a sequel at the same time. So it takes... Okay, so it doesn't acknowledge the first one, but it takes place after the events of the Hollywood movie? It doesn't really matter. The only, the only reason it, it's... it's uh, So even I were having this discussion. It's like when you cast someone who's as good as she is in that role, you just, you just keep her. Yeah. That's all that is. It, it, uh, it, this is one of those things where it, it doesn't, the continuity doesn't matter. The only thing that's factual is that this took place after the first Suicide Squad movie. That's all. Yeah. And keep in mind, Harley Quinn has been within the Suicide Squad for a while now. She's been on countless missions. So it could just be a mission that took place after uh, Suicide Squad. It could be before Harley Quinn and the emancipation of whatever. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Um, but you thought it was just going to be meh? I'm, I'm ready to fight a motherfucker <laughs> if, you just, if you insult my DC characters. Uh, 
John Cena in short shorts and knee-high socks. I never thought that was going to be a great look for anyone, and I want to see more of that. Um, I, I mean, I granted Suicide, uh, not Suicide Squad, um, uh, Guardians is just like a funny space opera. Yeah. I just want like batshit crazy things that is I'm assuming is going to be R-rated, you yeah. know, f- because of the violence. I just want an R-rated, funny super violent movie that is a great popcorn flick. I'm not looking for amazing dialogue. I just want shitty violence. I want funny lines. And I'd like to see how... No, people are going to die. I just am very curious as to how a lot of these characters are going to be dying in this film. Because it's like, aside from John Cena, who we know who's going to have his own HBO show based on his character from this movie and then they're not going to kill off Harley Quinn because no. they just can't. Uh, it's like, who else is going to die, you know, and how? I mean, we have some idea. I would really like to see what's-his-name die. I just don't really like him. Uh, I, don't even, I don't even remember his name. The, the one who's uh, with the pop star, I think. The more specific. We mean with a pop star. Andrea, uh, Ariana Grande. I don't know. Pete. Thank you, Pete. Da- That's good. Not because he's dating her. I don't give a shit about that. I was just like, eh, I can do without him. Oh, he's going to die for, he's for sure. He's going to die for sure. Yeah. He's going to die for sure. Um, Horribly, most likely. Um, yeah. But even I mean, half those characters like, are going to die. Honestly. Yeah, but I mean, just like... <laughs> It's like they're not classically, aside from Idris Elba, none of them are like classically, well, and um, what's his name? Uh, Mal. I mean. Uh, Nathan Fillion? Nathan Fillion. I mean, yeah. Those are the, the only two classically handsome uh, individuals on that movie. But, you know, it's like, I'd like to, I think it's going to be funny. Yeah. You know, it's just going to be a fucking hilarious movie. Um Oh yeah, Nathan Fillion is it? Uh, James Adomian is playing the voice of King Shark. I'm pretty sure King Shark is gonna die because I don't think James Adomian is gonna come back to do that voice again. Maybe. Wait, I thought that was Sylvester Stallone. No, it's James Adomian is doing the voice. Sylvester Stallone is playing someone else. I don't know Fuck. who he's playing, but yeah, no, Sylvester Stallone is not playing King Shark. That's James Adomian, I think. Yeah, if I remember correctly, who's doing? Yeah, they got another comedian to do the voice of King Shark. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I, I'm just yeah. This is this has been a, like a really good day. I mean, actually, it's been a great couple days. You know, this 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 trailer has just been just fucking amazing. Um, I mean, it's just like the witty banter, you know, stupid like toilet humor sure. involved. I think that's what we need now more than ever when it comes to like Warner Brothers films. You know, just like do a good job having fun. Yeah. And also, it's, you know, people who are good at what they do will do, will make good stuff. (laughs) And James Gunn, I trust. And so should you, Rich. Yeah. And Idris Elba doesn't do bad shit. I'm sorry. He's done some good. I don't care what you guys think about uh, Get Up Charlie or whatever that Netflix TV show. I have sh- not watched it. I like that. I like that show. I've heard it's enjoyable. It's enjoyable. It's fine. He does some good shit, all right? 
Uh, so and the take two. So watch it on Netflix. So uh, we should also discuss uh, at least uh, last week's Falcon and Winter Soldier. H- have you watched last week's, Rich? Okay. What did you think? I mean, I wouldn't say grief, but like guilt. And how do you move forward when you've spent in lifetimes of just like being just a horrible human being, killing people who don't deserve it? And I also really, I mean, the similarity between this and WandaVision, the connecting tissue, I think, is that they are expanding on the fact that the blip actually had some real like globe spanning i mean obviously it's it's you know when you think about it it's obvious but actually like addressing the fact that the blip like all those people coming back is a major problem yeah i mean for the entire world you can't do that with these films because with two hours you just like with spider-man or avengers you don't have time to uh, reflect on the consequences but with these shows you can really see oh there were like as you said real consequences people coming back people losing loved ones when like Two seconds ago, they realized that they were next to them. Or in this case, with Falcon's family, just like the financial consequences, yeah. you know, of you know, of going through this, and how despite that, people coming back, black people still black people. <laughs> so yeah. you, you get no, uh, you get no help whatsoever. It's like that shit won't ever change. And, and also, just you have five years where, like, you know. Governments and every, you know that many people disappearing. It's just like entire governments probably fell apart, apart and were rebuilt or yeah. not rebuilt. I mean, they've already kind of like addressed that in that first episode. That's basically who the the quote unquote villains. But even then, they're not really villains. They're so far from what we. I mean, not spoil, not like. spoiling anything from the second episode, but it's just like it's like even from what we've seen in that first episode I mean like they're robbing things and they're committing like violence but they're not necessarily you that know it's very much the same overarching thread with WandaVision there is yeah. no bad guy you yeah. know at all you know they're just people who probably make mistakes or people who are you know who are suffering and are just taking things a little too far but are they really of, I mean that's what I like about 
a lot of these Marvel films, at least and TV shows, is the fact that they're the ones that do a good job are the ones that really flesh out the villains, you know, and flesh out the fact that the heroes are not really that heroic, you know, they're flawed, they make mistakes, you know, um, and, you know, we get to see the hijinks that takes place with them fucking up every now and then. And I also appreciate, I mean, WandaVision had this, but even more, I think, what we're seeing in Falcon and Winter Soldier is you're seeing, so you have the Avengers, but, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier aren't, I mean... The Falcon was an Avenger, but he's like a lower tier like Avenger. You're seeing basically uh, there are these big globe spanning events, but you know, the people like Iron Man and even Captain America to a certain extent, they're not the ones who have to deal with the aftermath and the consequences of all these things. And it's just like, oh, well, somebody has to. And that's, you know what we're seeing right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I mean it's what I would have liked to have seen and they might still do if they bring back some of these characters in different forms. And it's what they kind of started with that they sort of alluded to it in that first season of Daredevil, but they, you know, because of the whole Netflix D- Disney thing, they never they couldn't continue with that. But it, it is something that I would have liked to have seen with the Netflix shows is you just see how all these events, how there there are still people with powers who are kind of like on a, on the ground level or just having to deal with the on the ground level. Well, what, I mean, what that's what Disney Plus is for right now yeah. to like uh, talk about those stories that the big blockbuster movies cannot do that being all. said that that uh even i were talking that first that opening action sequences was you can see where the money went <laughs> i mean dude it's that that was gorgeous i mean just a airwolf sequence you know of <laughs> of you know falcon taking down those helicopters that was just amazing uh and i was just telling rich i mean uh, jamie today that like with episode two it's it's giving me like a least racist vibe of Lethal Weapon, you know, with like uh, <laughs> Sebastian Stan and um, and Falcon. Just like it's like a buddy cop film uh, or TV show with those two guys, you know, who clearly dislike each other, but the only thing that brings them together is their both love and respect of Captain America. Yeah. You know, and, you know, just to see how far they'll be able to go to uh, in effort to, you know, deal with the problem while also not trying to kill each other. I, I think what you're, even in the first episode, but even more in the second episode, and I feel bad because there's, there's at least one thing in the second episode that I really want to talk about. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> I, that I can't. Um... And it's not even like a spoiler. It's just like you would have to know stuff that's happened in the comics to know yeah. why it's exciting, um, but uh, and why it's you know like kind of like emotionally like it's important. I mean, it it, it just makes sense. I mean, yeah, if yeah. you're you're talking about yeah, it, it just makes sense. But you know? but what I would say is that like actually you start even in that first you start to see that they there's a reason why they were both friends with Steve Rogers. And there's definitely similarity. That's a lot of, I think, why they don't like each other is they actually are more similar than... I think they, you know, they're different, but I think they, there's 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 an aspect of both of their personalities that is 
the same. Um, yeah, and just in that first episode, I mean, like, just the fact that, uh, you know, Bucky has this list. He's, he's essentially doing, like, the AA thing, no. like, making amends. But the one person is, like, the person whose son he shot. Yeah. That, that he's just been taken out to dinner and, like... It's just like, oh man, that, 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 like. That's gonna be a painful. He's gonna do it. He's, he's gonna, gonna, yeah, but yeah. It's gonna be a fucking heart wrenching moment, you yeah, know, in this season. Also, just him trying to go, like, go on a date and just not. It's. <laughs> just trying. I mean, he's trying at least. Yeah. He's trying. He's trying. Um, uh, speaking of which, did you hear the news about, uh, the Scarlet Witch, I mean not Scarlet, a black, black widow. black widow. Yeah, they they actually have now an official release yeah. date. I mean, I didn't think that they were gonna do that, but I think that from what I've read, DC, I mean, um, uh, Disney really wants to like move forward with their plans with yeah. their next phase, so they can't hold on to that movie. They're just gonna release it. I think they're gonna charge people to watch it. It's so. gonna be Disney premiere. It's gonna be like what they've been doing. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? It's like, they just, it's... They, they have they, millions of our Disney Plus money. How much more money do they need? It doesn't Seriously. matter. We could just, you could just wait and, you know. I'm not going to wait. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I'm not. Fucking assholes. They know we're going to shop money for a Marvel movie. But yeah, I mean, that first episode was solid. Um... It's, I don't know. I, I, I thought it was really good. I mean, um, just going over, just setting up just the the sorrow that, you know, I mean, he's technically a soldier coming back from battle. How yeah. do you how do you reacclimate yourself to normal life? What does that mean? Yeah. Just like going into that in you know, investigating how that is for a soldier. I really appreciated that because if we're, we're yeah, Winter Soldier. Yeah, he's been in a lot of battles lately, and this is like, I guess, his first downtime. Yeah. You know, since he's had some level of consciousness outside of Wakanda, and just seeing that and how he's coping with that guilty, with that guilt, I, I really appreciated that, and the fact that you know, you see that he's Anthony Mackie's character Falcon is an Avenger. But he's that's, got problems. That scene in the bank, yeah, kind of broke me a little bit because because it's what a, again it's what it, it broke a lot of people who looked like him. Unfortunately, but what, no, no, but oh. but but what I what I like about that is again one of those like things that you don't even think about is like when the 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 bank person asked him was like the, the Avengers pay you? It was just like oh shit! It's another one of those things you just never think about. It was just like I just take it for granted. I mean, you're yeah, you just take the, it for granted. You're you're under the Tony Stark, Captain Moneybags umbrella. I would assume that, that there's some sort of like fund. You that would you would think under his you name. You would think, yeah. You know, Tony Stark, you're you're futurist. You plan for everything. You would at least plan to hook up your boys. You know, just in case, because they don't live in space. You know, they don't. They're not fucking gods. They got bills and mortgages paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hook them up. You know. Shit. Yeah. 
the uniform is, but I don't know if they're going to use no, that it, name. It, it, they might not use that name, but yes, that is who that is. And I think I, if I'm I th- if I'm remembering correctly, like the, the his actual like real name, yeah, that is USH. Okay. Uh, who has had a mixed a mixed history in the Marvel universe? And he's a piece of shit in this episode. Just to let you know, Rich, you're gonna hate him. Matt Smith. Yeah, he kind of had a di- he had a similar like forehead profile. It, uh, I could see why you would Wait, say that. Doctor Who, Matt Smith. Yeah. No. Yeah. I could see why you could say that though. Yeah. Matt yeah. Smith is way lankier and taller. He's not as this guy is a lot more built and squat compared to Matt Smith. Yeah, I get. That's why I say I could see why you could say that. Why you would say that. Uh, although I still think they should have cast the poor bullseye dude <laughs> as U.S. agent. They weren't going to, but I yeah. wish they... They got to do something. They're not going to, but they got to do something for that dude. I feel bad for that dude. Has he done anything after Daredevil? I, have no, I don't know. I'd have to look him up. I don't think so. I mean, he, I liked his... You know, he did a good job with that character. But yeah, if you but to get that close, yeah, man, to get that close twice, to get that close, to get that close, not get it, and then to be set up as a major villain in a show, and then have that show be canceled, (laughs) both by Marvel. It's just like, oh man, dude, I'm sorry. (laughs) Rich, do you know the story behind that? I I can't remember the, the the actor's name, but you know the story behind that guy, right? Okay, so the guy who played essentially in season three of Daredevil, the guy who, uh, uh, who was da- who was Bullseye, who was go- who was they were building up to be Bullseye. He was when they were casting the the uh, Captain America movie. He was in the uh, like the final five of the casting before they cast Chris Evans. So far, he got so far in the casting pro- process that they actually started to fit him for costumes. And and then they they went with Chris Evans. Like he was da- he was like it was between maybe him and Chris Evans and maybe like one other dude. Like they were already doing like test costume stuff for them. And yeah, he didn't actually get Captain America and then he got Bullseye. He got, you know, season 3 of Daredevil and then it was canceled in season 3. <laughs> it's just like I feel really bad for that dude. But yeah, I mean, it was uh, it, the thing about it is like it was a, it was a good episode, but there wasn't eh, the one thing that I will say about it is that there wasn't anything like particularly like that jumped out to me you, in that first couldn't. episode. They, yeah, I mean, yeah, they couldn't. I mean, it's not like a WandaVision where it's like it, it's the stakes are a little lower. They're I a little think, lower, yeah, Wanda, yeah, 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 compared to WandaVision. Um, and the what's different about WandaVision, I think this hits closer to home, considering sure. a lot of the overtones of what we're dealing with nowadays, you know, with the economic issues, you know, um, and yeah, I, I, I think that you just want to set up these two characters independently of sure. each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
And I thought they did a good job in terms of setting the right tone, letting you know who these two characters are. Because to be honest, we didn't flesh them out that much. I mean, no. these, these TV shows do will have the opportunity to let us know who Sam Wilson is and who um, uh, Bucky is yeah. you know, as characters. So I thought that this was a really great first episode. And I was going to say, that's one of the things that I really like about the show is, is that you're taking these characters and you're... Giving them a chance to like, yeah, to flesh get the out. action out of the way first, sure. first few moments, and then slow things down and do a lot of character development. Um, I love that. Did you find out what he's done lately, Rich? He wouldn't be under Bullseye. Because they never call him call Bullseye. Call him Agent. He's, he was like Agent something. What's Bullseye's... Uh, Hold look? on. I will find him pretty quickly. Poindexter. Yeah. Agent Poindexter. In the meantime, I mean, all the other stuff I kind of wanted to talk about is stuff that you guys haven't seen, haven't actually watched yet. Yeah, and Rich, heads up, if you have Amazon Prime, right? Shit. All right, yeah, well, you know, what's hers is yours. Anyway. I was going to say, that, that kind of means that you also have it. So, yeah, if you have a chance, um, check out Invincible. The first three episodes just dropped. Uh, it's... I'm I'm curious about that. I've heard good sh uh, good shit about that comic book. It's an animated show. It seems like there's potential for it to go over the top, similar to what they did with um, the boys. And you've seen the boys, right? <gasps> oh gosh! All right. Um. So just so you watch the boys, please. Uh, Invincible. When you say potential, it's just like they go right in at the end of that first episode. <laughs> Without spoiling episodes, right, anything, right. they really, they jump ahead in the comic book. So I was just like, oh, okay, we're doing this now? Okay, great. I mean, he's been in some stuff, like other series uh, since then, but like, yeah. Like, Rich, like what shit are you watching right now? Like currently. Like, okay, all right, Rich, watch the boys. Watch the boys. I, you you yeah. won't. You won't be sorry. Maybe, watch the boys. Maybe don't watch it with Charlie, but, but definitely watch the boys. I, I mean, you might. Charlie would be down for that. Yeah, with the level of gore in that, it's kind of. Wait, I don't think she can handle that. Too. Okay, well, yeah. Uh, the boys. Uh, so, so my list of things that that you guys should definitely watch uh, is, I mean, the boys, obviously. 